The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today, I'm going to challenge you to make a difference. Can you do that? Can you find a way to make a positive difference in your world today? Can you make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond? So for this hour, I want you to really listen. Pay attention. You've created the world you live in. How can you change the things that you want to change? How does the information that you receive today apply to you? Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You can share information with other people, but ultimately, you are the only person that you can really change. You are the person you are responsible for. And you are the person that can truly make a difference. And yes, I know, you're busy. I'm busy. We're all busy. We lead very, very busy lives. But sometimes busy distracts us from our goals. Are you taking for granted the people in your life and the actions that you take that are most important to you? Are you spending your energy on things that don't really matter? What are the choices that you make in your world? When you make a decision as to how to spend your time, do you consider the impact that decision will have? How do you touch the lives of the people you meet? Do you create sunshine wherever you are? Let's start this morning by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? I'm asking you to look around your world and see the many, many blessings that are all around you. It's spring. It is the first day of spring today. Welcome to spring. And today, we actually do have sunshine on the first day of spring. That I'm grateful for. I'm also grateful for a gift that I received over the weekend. A friend of mine, who is a farmer, handed me a jar of fresh maple syrup, just made from the sap of 200 trees on his properties. You know, I just adored that gift, and it is the sweetest and purest flavor of maple that I've had for a long time, and it's been a very long time since I've had real maple syrup. I grew up in an area where that was what we did, but 
I haven't had that for a long time. So it was just a, a sweet gift in many ways. This morning, we have a wonderful guest. Our guest today is the Reverend James Bonecrusher Smith. He's just released his new book, Mad, Make a Decision. And we're going to talk about that book and his many other experiences. Now, Bonecrusher is native to Magnolia, North Carolina, and now a resident of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. He's a graduate of Shaw University in Raleigh, North Carolina, the class of 1975, and he won the WBA heavyweight title in 1986 with a first-round knockout of Tim Witherspoon. He was the first college graduate to win a world boxing heavyweight title. He helped establish the North Carolina Boxing Commission and served as its first chairman in 1998. He was inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame of the Carolinas in 2007. Now a successful direct sales marketer, Bonecrusher has released his first book called Mad, Make a Decision, to empower others to find their success mindset. Good morning, Bonecrusher. How are you today? Good morning, Mary Beth. I'm blessed and highly favored. How are you doing? <laughs> I am great. Well, I want to congratulate you. The book released. Yeah. Um, uh, through, through Amazon. Amazon.com. We self-published, create space. And, uh, um, you know, we sold 130 copies the first day on Amazon. <laughs> Congratulations. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm on. A, I kicked off a world book tour uh, March the first uh, near my hometown of Magnolia in Wilmington, North Carolina, and uh, I've been busy, 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 busy ever since. <laughs> That's great. Well, you know, you did an interesting thing in the book. I I, um, I got the Kindle version as quickly as I could as soon as you told me it was out there, um, and you did a very interesting thing in the book because you took your um, your personal experiences through life and you use them as a kind of a metaphor or a model to create success and um, I know some of it is directed at the direct sales world but really it impressed me that those were principles that could be applied anywhere to whatever goal someone has that they want to achieve Absolutely. Uh, you know, we started out at uh, the age of six, and uh, I had convinced myself I was not going to school. <laughs> but nobody had told my mom and daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so they had me, my older sister and older brother dropped me off in my first grade teacher's class, and my teacher had a fan belt in her hand, and she saw me crying, disrupting the class, and she commenced on whooping me with that fan belt. And see, then she sent a note home to my mama, and my mama whooped me with a switch. And then daddy came home, daddy whooped me with a belt. And I got mad with the teacher, mama, and daddy, uh, but I did not even think about shooting them, unlike <laughs> kids do today. <laughs> Different use of anger. Not, not only did they think about shooting them, they shoot them. <laughs> but, but they taught me respect early on in life, and uh, I use that throughout my life. And I like to be, you talked about sunshine a while ago. I like, when I walk into a room, I like to bring light to the room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, in that, 
um, in that first um, story that you tell us, it's really the the beginning of creating a successful mindset because, as your book said, you made a decision. I made a decision. One, I was going to school. And two, if I ever got grown, got through these whoopers, I was going to whoop me somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did. I whooped mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that decision is kind of the beginning. When someone um, wants something in their life, they want to accomplish something, it has to start with the decision that they're going to take the action to do it. Absolutely. And that, the way I look at this book, too, throughout the book, it's, it's a call to action. You're right. Absolutely. It, it's making a decision, call to action, and, and you have to do something. And, you know, there's a lot of people feel like they can't do it. Like they're waiting for somebody to, to do something for them or to them or whatever. But they, but it's all about them. It, you know, it's about looking in that mirror and making a decision that you're going to do something, you're going to be somebody. And, and, and uh, you know, I decided that, uh, you know, instead of waiting around for somebody to write help me write my book, I was going to write my own book and then self-publish it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I decided on that. And the other thing I decided on, uh, that I was going to be healthy, wealthy, and wise, and I, at the same time, uh, help my fans, my friends, and family to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that everyone wants, but they don't necessarily go for it. As you said, they don't follow through or take the action, right? They don't. They don't take that step. Now, again, in your book, you you took certain steps. You know, you um, you didn't uh, start boxing until you were out of high school and in out of service. college. Out of college. Out right. of service. I, I had my first pro fight at twenty eight. <laughs> Very late. Which is unusual, right? Very late. Sugar Ray Leonard and George Foreman retired at age 28. And I'm starting out a career at 28, boxing mm-hmm. career, professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very unusual, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that, too, is a lesson. You know, it doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's not a comparison to what other people did. It's where are you and what's your decision? What's the action you're going to take? And what drives you, what's that motor that drives you that's inside of you, that engine that's inside of you? Uh, how big is that motor? That's going to determine your success. Mm-hmm. Everybody has one. So so tell us about that for you. You know, what what was it that kept you going? What was it that got you through the training and the the discipline because that's not an easy thing to do to be a boxer you have to be in perfect condition and you have to be on on point absolutely and uh, I think it was those early years growing up on the farm learning how to work hard see I believe that you can beat 80% of whatever your competition or whatever you're doing you can beat 80% of them uh, but just working hard, just out working them. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to outwork this person. 
whether it's network marketing or radio, what, no matter what it is, if you just have a, a attitude that you're going to outwork that person, I believe that's 80% of the deal. I think the next 10% probably is product knowledge, learning about what, what you're doing, uh, learning about it. Uh, and then I believe the next, the last 10% is just uh, what you bring that day and, and who, who wants it the most. You have to have a burning desire, and you got to be on fire about it every time. Not you know, yeah. You open your your business is open all the time, hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, Don King once told me. He said, "Bone Crusher." He said, "You know why I'm the greatest promoter ever was and ever will be?" I know. I said, "Well, no. Why, Don?" He said, "Well, he said I'm always promoting. He said I'm promoting when I'm asleep." And that's the way you got to do it. So I believe I believe that. So you you got to always have a, a open sign on your forehead that people can see. So my business is open all the time, hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that might be, uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to take that and kind of broaden it to the majority of the audience. You know, it's not just um, in sales that that's true, but who you are as a person is your business is you know how you bring yourself out into the world is about promoting yourself a hundred percent of the time and so recognizing that you know if you're if you're out there if you're engaged with even one person you're promoting what you do what you believe what what you're passionate about you're always promoting and who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I want to go back a little bit to what you said about the hard work, um, because there were some interesting things that you wrote in your book about uh, kind of the preparation of your body by the hard work. Um, and, you know, and I, I have this belief that everything that I do is preparation for something that's yet to come. And there's such a clear line of that in your book. You know, you um, just the the tasks that you did on the farm, I'm, and I'm, I'm not coming up with them, but you probably can. Um, the the chopping wood, the just the heavy hard work. How was that um, for you? Preparation for the conditioning as a boxer. Well, it built muscles. I mean, chopping that wood, I've seen guys do that as photo ops, you know, uh, and, and, you know, when they, when they prepare for a show or something like that, we did it to stay warm. We chopped wood, you know, in the wintertime and, you know, that was our mean of, uh, of heat, you know, and, and, you know, sweating and, 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 and working. And, and then on the farm, you know, we, uh, we had tobacco and corn and vegetables and all that stuff. It's just just hard. I mean, it was hard work. And then, then when it got to the point where I had to perform in, in sports, uh, the work I've already had done, uh, you know, it was, it was harder. You know, and 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 then running and, and, and boxing and training, that wasn't as hard. I mean, I I thought that might have been an advantage for me, as opposed to a person who grew up uh, not having to do anything and just play. You know what I'm saying? And I, I had a different kind of attitude about it. It, it wasn't play. It wasn't play when I when I made a decision to, to perform. It wasn't mm-hmm. play. It was work. It was work. Mm-hmm. That's how I looked at it. That was my job. 
Right. And and that for you, um, there wasn't any resistance to that. You just kind of fell into that because you'd been taught work and that right. work was and, was what you do. And, and, and in comparison with kids today, because they have life so easy, uh, then then when they meet a challenge, they don't know how to they don't how to they don't they don't know how to deal with a challenge, and a lot of them are committing suicide because because they have so many opportunities. Life is too easy, and I believe on one side, one end or the other, it, it's good to experience a uh, hard, uh, tough life. I mean, you know, and and I think you're gonna have a hard problem on one end or the other, and, and because I think that makes you appreciate the good life. Mm-hmm. So I know that you've, um, you're kind of passionate, a little passionate about, um, working with kids and mentoring kids. And, you know, even in your book, and I don't, I don't want to go too deep into this just now because we're, we're just a few minutes from our break, but, you know, you, you speak to kids even in your, in your book, um, as to, you know, kind of how to develop themselves. Um, you know, from your experience in working with kids, how do you how do you hook them? How do you gather up what they have and show them the benefit? Well, you know, now now you know if you notice how I wrote the book, um, it, it, it's only forty pages or so. I mean, you know, and it's you know it's easy to read. I think it's easy to read, and, I, and there's some examples in there. Uh, my whole thing is about encouraging, not not just kids though. I encourage their parents. I encourage adults, and and I remind them. And I try to remind them that there's a there's a there's a spirit. There's a there's a uh, a situation that's bigger than we are. You know what I'm saying? And that spirit is God. And, and if they walk behind the spirit of God, they're gonna have the breakthrough. And what I'm thinking about right now is next week I'm gonna fly up to uh, Connecticut. And uh, I'm going to try to sit down. I'm, I got my attorney, ex-wife, uh, which you met down in down in mm-hmm. Alabama. And mm-hmm. I got her reaching out to the Foxwood Casino up there. I, I understand that Foxwood is the biggest casino in the world. And uh, so what I'm, I'm going to propose, it's just God that's laid into my spirit, propose to these guys, hey, guys, I want you to buy a, a bunch of my books and let me go over there to that new town or wherever that, that kid Shot, shot his mama, and then shot his, uh, shot all those kids over there at the school, and uh, and let me autograph those books for those kids and parents over there, and let's turn this day, this this thing into, we could turn this into a reality show, and it's uh, turn mad. You, it's okay to get mad, we all do, but don't even think about shooting nobody. <laughs> all right, Bone Crusher. With that, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll we'll go on a little bit more about um, just the the whole process in your book and the the preparation for success. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? 
Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest is James Bonecrusher Smith. He's just uh, released his new book, Mad, Make a Decision. And that book is really focused on uh, kind of the, the skills and the, the energy that it takes to be successful. And using your own experience um, in the boxing world, you've given us some um, some pointers, some tips on how to kind of channel energy and focus on the hard work and getting through and getting to the goal that you want to achieve. So, um, Bone Crusher, you and I just had a, a brief little thing there on, on the break about anger, and you were leading up to that on, on the way into break. Um, you know, you, you used your anger. You know, when you were a little kid, you got really mad when you got a whooping. And, um, you, but you didn't, um, you, you seemed to know that you had to use your anger to move forward. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about that? Well, uh, I got mad, but at the same time, those whoopings, uh, it taught me how to respect authority. See, my teacher, was a symbol of authority. My mom and daddy, symbols of authority. And, 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 and I learned early on to respect that with those little weapons. You know, you have to do it when, when kids are young. I mean, you know, before the age of six, or about that time, when they really understand what, you know, when they first start understanding what's going on. And first of all, they understand and they're being corrected. And I think kids now, they're crying out to be corrected. They want to be corrected, but nobody's doing it, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Nobody's correcting them, and so they, 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 they do what they want to do. But, see, everybody can't do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. creates a problem. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I turned that little situation in into, uh, like you said, energy. Mm-hmm. That was newfound energy to, to overcome those obstacles I had to overcome, and, and it really – 
even in network marketing now with the business we're in, uh, it, it gives me that little energy, uh, that more energy to, to, to do those water parties, to do those extra things, to drive those extra miles. See, some people look at me and say, how can you have, at 60 years old, how can you have that kind of energy? It's that fire, that engine that's in me, and everybody has it. They just need to let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, we we did talk a little bit on the break, and I, I was talking about anger and that, you know, I think um, it, we have done a, a poor job of educating each other and ourselves about anger. Um, I think we see anger as a negative emotion, as a bad thing, as something that we should suppress, something we should um, hold in, um, or we see the misuse of anger when it, it creates violence. But, you know, anger is really a normal, healthy human emotion. Um, and when we know how to use anger, because anger is... The energy of movement, it is what moves us forward. It is the energy of productivity. It's what helps us get things done. And so when we learn how to direct that anger into a goal, we have lots of passion and fire to get it. Mm-hmm. And you, right. you know, you're, you're a good example of that because you know how to use that energy of anger in a way that is channeled, in a way that is um, directed to a place that you want to create. When you're um, when you're working with kids through the the nonprofit organization that you have, when you're working with kids and talking with them, how do you help them kind of focus that? How do you help them understand how to use their energy? Uh, well, I uh, I share my story, and uh, you know it's, uh, it's 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 uh, because they don't get a lot of uh, training and preparation at home. You know because their parents parents are parents. You know they spend more time with the kids than than other people that's trying to mentor them. So if they if they're starting out a little bit behind the eight ball, if they don't get that. That uh, those fundamentals, basic fundamentals from home, I still believe that that's where the beginning must happen. Mm-hmm. 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 But for a lot of kids, um, they don't get it for for one reason or another. Either the parent is so busy just trying to keep their head above water that they don't have a lot of time to offer guidance or direction or you know we have parents who are terribly indulgent and don't want to um don't want to limit set don't want to um discipline and so if the kid doesn't get it at home does that mean we've lost them i i think i think they have a shot uh but i think it's going to be more difficult for them i think they can make it but Mm -hmm. i think it i think they're going to have to work harder to to make up, I think they they gotten behind a little bit, but I think they can make up the ground. Mm-hmm. 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 And you actually um, in, in the Champion for Kids um, program that that you've um, founded isn't part of the mentoring, the teaching discipline, because you you work with kids through boxing, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell us a little bit about yes. that. 
Well, you know, I do a summer camp, which is coming up uh, uh, the Monday after Father's Day. And because I think a lot of the kids uh, are suffering the fact a lot, a lot of a lot of fathers are missing in action, and I wanted to make sure that I was the right proper father for my kids, my daughters, and now they love on me. I mean, they they call and they love on me. I share time with them, I share money with them, and they just love on me all the time. I think I think it's very important if we if we do the right things with these kids early in life, you know, uh, in their life, they want that. I mean, they might they might act like they don't want it and appreciate it, but as the older they get, the more they 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 love and appreciate that. So, I, you know, if I had a word for a parent, a parent or parents, I would say go ahead and correct these kids because they want it and they will love on you if you do that. And, and they, they, it's a possibility they'll shoot and kill you if you don't do that. So, so <laughs> it's, it's it's amazing how that works. Well, not every kid will shoot and kill their parents, but. Um... <laughs> I think, you know, when I work with kids and I work with, you know, kids and parents together and sometimes I just work with the kids. But, you know, I I agree with you that um, a kid feels safer when they know what the expectations are and where the limits are. Now, I think one of the um, one of the things that that some parents don't understand is that the kid has a job description to follow. When you set a limit, they're supposed to push on the limit to see if you really mean it because that's how they feel safe. So when they push against the, the limit that's been set, and some kids are really skilled at that. They push and push and push. They're very persistent. The parent still has to hold that expectation. They still have to say, you're not going to win this one. This is the way it's going to be. We do expect this from you. And and just because the kid pushes doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's actually a positive thing because what they're doing is testing. They're trying to make sure that the limit is where it is because they feel better in a predictable world and they feel safer in a predictable world. And I think that's what happens for you as you mentor kids through boxing is that, you know, kind of the expectations are always the same, aren't they? <laughs> you got to yeah. work. You got to train. You got to do what what your trainer says. You got to do it this way. And, you know, I think that's all of the worlds, the the sports worlds teach kids some very, very valuable lessons. Yes. That's right. I agree. Yeah. So, um, so back to kind of the, the lessons in your book, you, um, you do a, a chapter in there directed at marketers um, for kind of how to be successful. Can you share a little bit of from from that chapter for us? Uh, are you talking about Chapter 7, the championship mindset? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, I believe that a champion believes, uh, a winner believes that there's a there's a spot at the top for him or her. And he just set a pace, set goals, and, and just work towards that that um, that point. And uh, I believe that folks work according to their belief level. Uh, if they're lacking in confidence, if they're lacking in uh, belief, uh, got, it's going to show in their actions and in their work ethic. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of the gist of that chapter. Uh, but it's a mindset, and you must believe that you're a champion. And that's why I say, when people say, how you doing? I say, 
blessed and highly favored. You must believe that you are blessed and highly favored. There's a purpose and the reason that you're here, and you're trying to identify what that is and work towards that goal. You just said something very interesting. You said that when someone doesn't have the confidence, it shows in their work ethic. Talk to me a little bit more about that. I you think like that, was, that, don't you, Mary Beth? I, I like that so much. Let's, <laughs> let's go into that. What does that mean? That means if, that means, I know you've heard it said before, if you think you can, you're right. And if you think you can't, you're right. And, and, and the, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, as a man thinketh, so is he. And whatever you're thinking about, how you think about yourself. And, and, and see, people say, well, what, what should I call you? I say, well, call me champ. Because champ is the highest. I mean, he can't get any bigger than that. Champ. You, you're the champ. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so if you earn that right, if you earn that name, I want people to call me that name. The highest. Because that's the way I feel about myself. And, and I think everybody should feel the highest. And I think a lot of times people just don't feel good about themselves. And it shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they work toward they work towards that. They work towards not I mean, they're, being they're, their best. I mean, it, they, they work according to what they how they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it shows. I mean, you know, and, that, and that's how they work. You know, somebody said, "Well, hey, you know, good." It, it, if you hear that a lot, whatever you hear, see everything that we hear goes in our subconscious. So, so we must we must be around people that kind of stroke our stroke us a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the more positive things we hear, the the better we're going to feel about ourselves. If we hear that we're no good, and that happens a lot of times with the kids, they hear it from home. You're no good. You're never going to be anything. Blah blah this. Blah blah that. So they they go out and they do foolish things like that. Say so they they assume that position, whatever position, whatever they hear about themselves. That it goes in the subconscious, then they act out on it. Yes, and we all do. Yeah, and and we reinforce sometimes the things that we've been told, and we're not even aware that we're reinforcing them. <laughs> it's deep. It's, it's deep yeah. now. It's very deep. So, so for you. You know, you obviously at this point, of course, you're a champion. You've proven that. You feel that. You've shown that. But what about in the beginning? Um, When did you know that you were successful? Was that always the case? Was that, you know, were you always told you're a champion? I was told that for my parents. You can do anything you want to if you put your mind to it. And, and as a kid, that's what they told us. You can do anything you want to if you put your mind to it. That was like, I mean, when I look back at that, that was just like saying, uh, make a decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was their way of saying, make a decision. Put your mind to it. Make a decision. And, and, and that's why I encourage people, not just kids, but people, put your mind to it. And make a decision, and you can do basically what you want to do. 
if you're willing to work, you're willing to work hard at it. You find what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, an important piece that you, you do have to do the work. You have to take the action. And that you're not going to be good at it at first. Right? Right. You know? Everything is a learned behavior. Everything that we know is learned. Mm-hmm. And Every- in order to get good at something, it takes practice. It takes um, doing it again and again, sometimes making mistakes, sometimes um, you know, making big mistakes. And learning from those. But making a mistake is not a failure. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Unless you stop right there. All right. Well. So you, you, and, and another thing I mentioned in the book, you're just one decision away from a major breakthrough. One good decision away from a major breakthrough. And people, a lot of people, a lot of times people stop just before... Their major breakthrough. Their major major breakthrough is right in front of them, and they stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they quit. Mm-hmm. They quit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For you, how do you know the difference? How do you know when you should kind of switch gears and do something else or when you should keep going? How, what was that like for you? Pray. Prayer. I mean, it's still... Uh, I use prayer. It's amazing how I just ask God for help. I mean, the Spirit of God. I just say, God, I need you right now. I'm, you know, I, I, I go through things right now. And I ask God every day. I, I pray and ask God for help. And the Spirit, it just comes over me, and that's my direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for you, there's that inner compass. There's that that guidance system that comes from your your spirituality that says keep going or change direction. And, yes, and we all in our conscious and our spirit, and we just slow down and listen sometimes to our spirit and our conscious, and, 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 and we'll get that feeling. We'll get that, we'll get that feeling, and, and really that's the right way to go. It'll come to us, but sometimes we, we, we keep, keep too much noise or we get too busy, and we don't slow down long enough to get that right direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I hear you saying is that um, there's a balance. There's there's the action, and you have to take the action, and you have to be persistent in the action. But you also have to take moments to reflect, that you have to go inside and be quiet and listen for that kind of that inner voice of spirit. Right. Okay. Right. Oh, Bonecrusher, we're about to take a, a short break again, and um, this has been just really great conversation. Um, we'll keep this going when we come back from break. You know, you're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, 
Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest has been James Bonecrusher Smith, who's just authored and published his new book, Mad, Make a Decision, that's available on Amazon.com. And uh, Bonecrusher, we've, we've talked a lot about um, you know, your experience and, and how that led you to um, the heavyweight championship, um, how you have utilized that in other areas of your life. Um, and right before the break, we, uh, we touched on something that, that I think is an important component of who you are. And I'd, I'd like to talk for just a few minutes, um, about your, your faith. And, uh, you know, I, I feel it from you as, even as you are, you know, talking about success and talking about achieving goals and, and talking about your energy and your passion. Underneath that, um, is a is a very deep faith. Can you talk a little bit about how that plays in to how you achieve things and how you interact with people? Uh, yes, uh, you know, uh, part of uh, growing up was going to Sunday school and church. And my mom and my dad uh, they made sure that we read the Bible and studied the Bible, studied the heroes of the Bible, and. Uh, uh, I, you know, we're coming up on Easter, and I believe that, and I know that Jesus died uh, and arose, and uh, that we may have life just by acknowledging that and knowing that he died for our sins, and, and, and we confess our sins and believe that he died, he paid the ultimate price for us. Uh, then we'll be safe, and I, 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 I am very excited about that. And, and, and there again, in my conversation, I let people know right up front where I stand on that, and uh, it gives me a lot of joy, a lot of strength, knowing, and a lot of faith. And I, and there again, I, uh, I believe that people work according to their faith, faith, and I believe they have just a little bit of faith. And we talk about that in the book. If a person has a little bit of faith, he can get major things uh, done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How does that affect um, kind of your 
expectation to be a champion. You know, when, when you say to me, I am blessed and highly favored, that influences how you view yourself, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, I believe that I had exceptional punching power, and uh, my goal was to take that left ear, Mary Beth, and drive <laughs> that left ear to the right ear. <laughs> and I knew if I did that, the guy that I was hitting, he would be like an old friend of mine, Elvis Presley. He would be all shook up. <laughs> Okay, so come back around to me again. How does that faith, that that belief of I am blessed and highly favored, how does yeah. that impact um, the the confidence you have, the um, the perception you have of yourself as a successful being? I think we all should believe, Mary Beth, that that we're special and we're put here on earth for a short period of time. Even we live to be a hunter, okay? That's a short period of time compared to eternity. I mean, it's just a, it's just a whisper. It's just a, a moment in time. So we want to be all we can be, do all we can do. We want to get real busy, no matter how old or how, how, how tired we get, because it's just a short, it's, it's just past, we're just passing through. And we got special, a lot of different things to do. We got a lot of things to do. But I encourage people to just look at themselves. And this is this is how I recruit people for my business. I said, look at your finances. Look at look at your insurance. Look 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 at your bank account. Are you where you're supposed to be? If you're not, you need to get involved. You you need to get busy. You know what I'm saying? Just really get busy. And create a sense of urgency, and, 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 and you know, uh, some get it and some don't. And, you know, that's the way it goes. You know, but uh, if you can, if you can have a mindset like that, that life is short, and you haven't completed your work, and you need to get busy and get doing it and get after, it, get after it. You know, and and I think people will if they get it, they'll go. They'll, they will. They'll get after it. You know, it's interesting how we uh, set priorities because, you know, everybody's busy. Everybody has lots that they want to do or get done or feel compelled that they have to to take care of. Um, and yet really what you're calling people to do is set a priority. What's most important? We can yeah. fill our time, right? Yeah. We, uh, go ahead. I mean, if, if you had no more time, you know, my dad – my dad, he had a massive stroke. He was 85 years old, had a massive stroke. And he was in a coma. He was in a vegetative state for about 15 months. He wasn't he wasn't dead, and he wasn't alive. And he never spoke again in 15 months. And, and see, we have to look at ourselves. Suppose right now we were in a vegetative state. We couldn't do anything else. Would we be happy and satisfied with what we've done so far. Now, I've done a lot of things. I've learned, I, I want to think that I've done a lot of good things. You know what I'm saying? But but I have more things I want to do. I want to do a movie. I mean, I want to do a reality show. I want to I want to build a ministry around the world. I want all my fans and all my family, all my friends to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, 
that new goal to bring that to other people is what fires you now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on a worldwide tour. My book, my book is a conversation piece. It's a motivator. I mean, it's an inspirator. I mean, you know, and, and, you know, I got fans. All my fans need to read the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, as you said, it, you um, you did an interesting thing with this book because you made it very easy for people to grab the message. Um, it's a it's a quick read. It's um, it's easy to understand, and yet it's very clear. There are clear, direct guidelines woven into um, into the book, and your story, your history, are the examples, so that people can kind of understand the actual um, nuts and bolts of what you're meaning. But you made it so that anybody could use this book. Yep. A young person could use this book. You know, a 13-year-old could use this book. Um, and someone late in life could use this book. You you made it um, so that anyone, no matter what they were focusing on, what their goal was, they could use this book. Yep. Hmm. Yes. So we have, you know, just a... Um, a few minutes left here. Is there any one aspect of um, either your book or your message that you really want to highlight for our listeners today? It would have to be Chapter 7, that championship mindset. Uh, it, it's basically how I grew up. Uh, it's just putting your mind to it and, and making a decision, deciding that, that uh, you want more out of life and, uh, you know, life is short. And you're gonna get after it, and, you know. And and you are you you and you have you have the ability, you have the talent, you have that motor, you have that engine in you that can make it happen, and, and just go after it. You can. Everybody has that, and, and uh, they just need a, a little bit of faith and, and go after it and, and get it, and get the job done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, what I really. Um, hear from you and i'm i'm kind of sitting back and giggling because i'm thinking you know if i just let you talk your energy your energy could carry other people they could get excited because you're so excited <laughs> you remember when we first met Mary Beth? <laughs> you followed me outside when i stopped talking you followed me outside you said wow <laughs> I think, and I tell people all this all the time, I said, no matter what you're doing, okay, no matter what you're saying, and no matter what you're feeling, and, and, and see the people, can, you need to let the people see that and hear that. And if they don't say, wow, when you finish, you're probably not doing it right. Mm-hmm. 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 And I, you know, I think that comes back around to, to you know what I say in this program and what I call people to in this program is how do you influence other people? Because you yeah, know, yeah I've, I've seen you on stage and and you know you have just such a powerful energy when you um, talk on stage when you speak on this show you have a powerful energy and that energy just vibrates through anyone who's listening yeah. and that's the I think that's the call that I 
I make for everyone who listens to this show. How do you affect other people? How does your energy, do you take your sunshine, do you take your light into the world? And, you know, everyone doesn't doesn't have to be a bone crusher. You, you don't have to be um, as powerful, but you do have to believe in yourself, don't you? You have to understand who you are. Mm-hmm. And, and whoever you are, you want people to know who you are mm-hmm. in, in your conversation, in your work. In, in, and I think that's the key. And everybody don't have to be the same person. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, just be who they are and, and, and deliver that message, who you are. That's all you can be. You, you can't be anybody else. Just be who right. you are. Right. We all come with our own um, energy, our own talents, our own skills, um, our own uniqueness. And as you said, everyone should feel special because we are yeah. all special. So yeah. if we start from that... You know, if each of us recognizes that we are special and we have something special to carry into this world, then we do vibrate. We bring our own light. Mm -hmm. Well, one more time, Bowen Crusher. Um, Your book is available on Amazon through Amazon.com. Yes. Um, And it's available both electronically and in, uh, in print. So yes. easy for readers to to get it in in whatever version is right for them, and you know you've done a a great thing in that book and in the message that you carry. And I just want to you know say to you that I I really appreciate that you came on the show this morning to to share that information with us and to share your excitement, your enthusiasm, um, and your passion. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it as well as the last time. It, you know, this is great. And uh, I feel good about it. Very good. 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 Well, thank you so much. And um, and now again to all of our listeners as we, um, as we go into our day. You know, I really want you to pay attention today to your own specialness. You know, what makes you unique? What makes you special? What makes you the the unique person that you are? And how do you share that? How are you sharing your uniqueness, your skills, your talents, the gift that you were given to carry into this world? Are you giving that gift? And are have you made a decision to go to the goal that you want? Have you decided to take the action that's required and if so what action are you taking today so here's my call to you this day is yours you can create whatever you want in this day how will you make it a great day you do deserve it take care thanks again for joining us for what matters Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.